You're listening to the Cool People Podcast, hosted by Jim the Boss. I said, through the the Brita filter plus grass fed milk, plus I do frothed milk, it for you. Do they milk it first and then throw some grass in, mix it up, that kind of thing? They filter it through grass. They just make like a like a weave grass basket and just pour the milk through it. Yes, and the nutrients stay in the milk somehow. Amazing technology. Yeah, we live in a wonderful time. That's a nice blazer. Where'd you get that? Uh, this is probably from Macy's. I do a lot of shopping at Macy's, but I haven't gotten anything recently because I've gotten fatter. <laughs> it sucks, you know, but one day at a time, you know? Yeah. As I drink the fucking beer. Excuse me, beer. <laughs> what is you, it is you that, that you do at the uh, NBC there? Well, I am a graphics operator. Is there is it called graphics operator or is it called yes a graphics operator GPO graphics playout operations or operator I don't know I never really got the I think it could be either so in in the news biz the lower third I mean in the old olden days it used to be called a Chiron and it still is but it's like Kleenex and tissue mm-hmm. so a, a Chiron itself is the machine is that Chiron machine. It was a big typewriter, uh, which I got to mess around with a little bit uh, before we updated to this new um, system. How did that work, like that typewriter thing? It was basically like, it was a, think of a big old typewriter with like those clinky keys, nice and really satisfying to press. But it was all like uh, number codes. So so I, I never did it I never did front row. So front row would be, or at least how we have it in MSNBC, front row would be like the lower third. So any like lower third Chiron, like a name or a banner, that would be someone playing that out. I was GPO, graphics playout, so I would do full screen graphics and like wall graphics, you know, behind a person or whatever. So when I first started working there in 2016, they used actually a mixture of three systems, actually four technically. There was the Chiron machine, the old big clanky keyboard, very satisfying, like I said. Um, and it would be a code. So it would be like, okay, it would be a five digit code. And uh, this gives me like flashbacks. It'd be like four, eight, five, two, eight. You, t- you type, you know, a bunch of numbers. At, well, hold on, <laughs> I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So like I said, there were three systems that we used. So the Chiron be in the middle, this old machine from like the 70s. And then we had something called Thunder, which was like something like maybe from the 90s. And were I, these I, all proprietary to NBC or to no, the industry I'm, or? I, well, I, Chiron I, I know is to the industry itself because again, like that was what the standard was, Chiron. But then all these other machines, I don't know, to be honest. Like I know we use something called like a, like a Trio. Mm-hmm. And that's the updated system that we use that's now one system as opposed to three separate things. So because, like I said, we used Chiron, we used Thunder, which was like a little bit newer. And I have one of the panels when we... Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, when they, uh, 
they got they they tore down one of the uh, old control rooms and my old room, my old GPO room. Um, Were these all on like? Some type of network, like in like network within the building, so it goes onto the screen, or like how did that work? Do you know how that worked? To be honest, I don't know exactly how it works. If you go to, if you go to the like, the floor that, like the control rooms are on, so like you know the the, the third floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like you 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 can actually look up in the ceiling and see a million wires going from room to room. So like, I don't know yeah. if something breaks, I call maintenance <laughs> and, and they come and they, they knock on the side of the computer and they go, okay, we'll, we'll escalate. <laughs> it goes from uh, Defcon one of knocking on the side of the computer to uh, screaming and cursing, trying to figure out what cable is. Yeah, well, or it, it's like, I mean, honestly, it's like, you think there would be a lot of screaming and yelling and sometimes <clears throat> it does happen in the heat of things, but normally, I don't know. People are pretty good with being able to work the problem because you'd be you'd be amazed at how like how close to hitting the third rail we get before like a, a show. Certain shows, you know, some shows are smoother than others, but yeah, that reminds me of when um, I worked in the theater as a stagehand. Yeah, like literally, you know, you'd be there for the whole week prepping right it was like a 12 hour day or even more right and then 30 minutes before showtime like the projector yes. lens can't be fixed yes. or something random and everybody's freaking out and then show must That's go exactly on. it like uh, that normally happens with so i nbc itself is a big umbrella so you could work in many aspects uh, well especially I, I i mean i don't know how it is for the rest of the department you know the 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 company itself, but like in my department, graphics, like yeah, you could kind of move around. So like MSNBC or NBC Nightly News. You worked for MS. You I do both. You worked in Seacaucus, uh, right? At the no, old... no. See, they moved uh, to so everything pretty much is at Rockefeller Center. So, what was that one down in? That Seacaucus? was MSNBC. Okay. Yeah, it was before I ever worked there. Oh, okay. But I hear every so often someone will mention, oh, back when we were in Seacaucus, they say Secaucus, yeah. but. Um, they closed that place though, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what what yeah, because they moved, from what I understand, the majority of operations into the one building at Rockefeller Center. I mean, there's um, uh, NBC Sports that's in Connecticut, like the control room and all that stuff. Um, CNBC, like uh, Consumer News and Business Channel, that's the little acronym for everyone who, who might be asking. Consumer News and Business Channel, CNBC. Um, I never knew that. There you go. There's a, a wrinkle for you in your brain. I honestly thought it was just C whatever C was, and then and well, what NBC normally stands for, which is uh, the National, National Broadcasting, Broadcasting Company. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't get. Please don't fire me. <laughs> um, yeah. So and and that stuff is in Englewood. Nice facility. I mean, I've never been inside, but I've been outside the building. Nice, huge facility. Um, Yes, Consumer News and Business Channel. Interesting. I bet they were like, I bet the marketing team was so excited yeah. when they came uh-huh. up with that. Yes, because it just happens to be. Like NBC itself is, you know, it's its own a- acronym or whatever. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so get back to those machines we were talking about. You had the old... Yeah, so the old Chiron machine, which again, it's it was all like number-based. Like, 
I never had to, but in theory, you could type out a banner if you, I mean, it was a full keyboard. So like if some, because normally there are producers who worry about that stuff. Mm -hmm. They're in charge of editorial stuff. Mm -hmm. So like they're the ones putting out the story. Like this banner says this, like, you know, the president said X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay. No, not that banner anymore. We're switching to now we switch and, topics. And they'll say that through like in like a talking yes, yes, like we have a, talk we, back uh, system or something. Yeah, it's called the McCurdy or McCurdy system. It's like a big yeah, just like internal like How many people are on that channel at any given time? I mean, you could you could key into people and key out, but like in theory you could you could be keyed in and listening to I don't know, 10, 12, 15 people. And they're just all Well, especially when we started working from home, they gave us like a kind of a portable one. And you could you could be listening to over the course of because on the McCurdy itself it's a it's an actual just mechanical thing, mm -hmm. so like if someone keys into you, keys into you from a position anywhere, you can you can latch onto that and you could like put it on your panel. So it's like okay now I have you on my panel, mm -hmm. but from the stuff at home you everything is there so you could just like key into whatever you want. So I could key into like Washington and listen to that whatever, like meet the press. Oh, cause that's out of Washington. Huh. Stuff like that. I mean, I, I didn't never... know. Wow. So the whole network is all hooked up. It's not just your location. It's hooked up throughout. Pretty much. Yeah. Because we all are all working together. Like we take hits from CNBC. Like, so I do morning Joe for MSNBC during, during the week. And you know, there's certain segments where we go to like CNBC and we'll go to maybe their person in London and they have like a specific, like they have their own little like room or whatever. And we're going to them, you know, and like they have their own control room that they're talking to. So like when, when we, we, we kind of just talk to anyone that's, like I said, under the umbrella of NBC, you know what I mean? Like we can just toss to anyone. <laughs> like we, like, it, like, like I said, all these hosts, they all work in, doing different shows. Like some people do morning Joe and then they do the today show and that's like NBC proper. You know what I mean? Like network, like you put that on like channel four and you're watching like, I don't know, Tom Cruise jumping on a couch or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. So oh, back to the machines. Yeah. How do you get like, so you're doing the lower third graphics. Now are those graphics like loaded up somewhere and then you, press like a number yes. to get them? Yeah, so thing, yeah, okay. We have uh, something called our, our rundown, which is, it just looks like a, an Excel spreadsheet basically. Mm -hmm. And it has all of our elements. So whether that's uh, tape, you know, like actual like video, um, SOTs, which are little like packages, little sounds on tape. Huh. Um, like, like I said, a little, like a little, a package or whatever that, that someone like produced and put together or whatever, that's all in like a list. And depending on what show you work on, like, all right. So for example, nightly news, that is very much streamlined. It's one story into the next. And these are all elements that are pre planned. And it's just like, we roll this tape, which goes into this video, which goes into this graphic, which goes into this story, whatever. A show like morning Joe, for example, is very much, it's a four hour show and it's a lot of conversation. So we have predetermined and pre-planned elements and segments, but they could start talking about anything. And then we're kind of in limbo waiting for them, you know, either a producer to say, okay, we're going to this now, or, Hey, we have some elements to support what they're talking about. 
or, you know, we got to go to break. <laughs> we got to just cut everything and we're going to break. So it, it all, like I said, it all depends on the show that you work with, you know, work on, um, and what it like calls for like nightly news. Like that's the one that is very much, very much produced, right? A lot of elements are in order, pre-planned all this stuff. But like I said, sometimes things don't work. We were literally going to a tape and the tape deck breaks and it's like black for like five seconds. And it's the longest five seconds yeah. of your life. Cause and, and you're scr- <laughs> everyone's scrambling. Cause it's like, Oh my God, we got to get the secondary. Like what's going on. Do we need to go to another? So all this stuff is happening in those few seconds. Like, do we need to go to like another thing? And that's happened before where it's like, we go to, a, we're going to a tape or a package or something and it, and it doesn't work. And we literally have to like move the rundown. So it's like all these elements are, are moving in real time. And I have to like follow with, with my graphics. Cause again, it's like, I have to, I, I'm basically at the mercy of all these other people. I'm just playing it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, per, I'm the, the finger. You're the keyboard cat basically. Yeah. But I'm also, that means I'm also the last line of defense. So like in certain in- instances, like I've had to catch a banner that either has like the wrong name or it has like a wrong, like top or like this happened, uh, you know, a couple times before where it was like certain stories have certain like, uh, looks to their banners. So like if we're, we're doing like an NBC exclusive, it'll have like a little topper on top. It'll be like NBC exclusive. So I'm going through the package and you know, the wrong type of exclusive. It was like a, a, a Latina Latino thing. You know, we were doing like a piece about that, but I was like, Oh, wait a minute. This is like the wrong look of this story. So like I was able to see it in time to like say, Hey, we can't use this. And it's like, okay, cool. I saved the day. <laughs> so say like, um, I remember seeing like on um, one of these new shows that some lower third had like some goofy name and it must have been some prank from like some exiting employee that was pissed at the new station. Possibly. And I guess no one caught it, mm-hmm. right? But I, like, I can believe that. <laughs> so what happens like if you catch something like that, would you like have the graphics guy make like a new banner right away or would you just not put anything up? Immediately, if you see like, if it was like a prank name, if, if it was like uh, uh, Jackie Mayhoffer yeah. <laughs> or Harry Balzania, yeah. and you clearly know like something is fucked, you, I would immediately, you, you talk to your director, you talk to your, like some producer. It's like, hey, and and they have like, um, what we click on, we have a preview. So like any element that I click on before I play it out, they can see it. Um, certain producers or, or directors, they could see what you're, so like if you click on it and be like, hey, like this is in preview, can you check this and make sure this is correct? Like, and you know, the appropriate response would happen. Um, are there people, there's other people that make those graphics though for, to load into your Yeah, thing, right? so yeah, there are graphics, there, there are banner producers, literally people who it's their job to, to put the copy on the banner itself, because again, it just comes, it populates into a list for me. And so, so depending on, on the show, like you're clicking through certain banners and then they're adding or subtracting banners or someone misspelled something on a banner. Oh, okay. So we have to lose that banner immediately. We reload, you, you know, you, and you, and you wait for instruction from like your, the director or like a banner producer who's like, okay, we're going to go with this banner. 
you know, because like I said, it's all in like an Excel like spreadsheet. So you, you, you could be in one segment and have six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever banners. And they're all just like little lines that you're, you know, you're waiting for a producer to say like, okay, change to this one, change to this one. We're naming this person, you know, lose the banner, meaning like literally like not erase it, but take it out, mm-hmm. animate it off. <laughs> you, um, so you originally had those, uh, you said you had the, the, the three machines, right? You had the Thunder, the Chiron, and what was the third one? So it was the trio, which now has taken over, but there was this fourth one that I only got to use once or yeah, once for one show. It's called the ORAD. I don't know what that is. Huh. ORAD. And if anyone, you know, maybe they used to watch MSNBC. So there was a show called Hardball with Chris Matthews. I remember that. Not Hardball. All right. <laughs> so in the beginning of the show, it would, there would be a lower third, like, um, kind of like a teaser for like the stories that are coming up. And they would be like little icons that would animate, you know, from one side to the next on the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, as he, you know, said the story, we would animate to the next one. Um, and that's what the ORAD. Yeah, it was only at least that was the only time I ever used it for that one show. And then eventually, uh, uh, Trio took that over that that job. Now is Trio like, is it a specific machine or is it a computer program? It, yeah, it's a computer program, I believe. Okay. So. It could just run on any computer. Yeah, like, I, so since COVID, so before COVID, I would work exclusively in New York City, in Rockefeller Center, in the building. On the, the third floor. It was the third floor. Now I'm on the fifth. Um, well, we'll get to that. Oh, you're moving on up, huh? Technically, yes. Are you going to move all the way up to a corner office on the top floor eventually? No, 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 no. But I do have the whole floor to myself, though, which is Ooh. awesome. Yeah, it's where how artworks... Big, how big is this? It's a whole office floor. Huh. Yeah, like it's where artworks used to be. So, okay, back before COVID, you know, people... Would, back before this time, you know, COVID, people would actually go into work. Yeah. And imagine this, right? They would go... <laughs> they would hop on a bus or a train or their car... And they would go into the office. What? <laughs> um, so then when COVID hit, that first week, they sent us all home. And they gave us like the equipment that you see here that's still in my apartment. Would they mail it to you? Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah. They, they mailed us a laptop, a monitor, a couple like components or whatever. Oh, a keyboard, a mouse. And then like with during that week... They, you know, we would kind of check in and be like, okay, hey, I got my stuff. And then we would talk to like a couple people and they would show us how to hook it up and, you know, what we need to do, what, what software, all this stuff. Um, but yeah, so with that, it's literally just, I'm remoting into another computer, which has this program basically. And that's long story short, the end. <laughs> So, oh, you just you remote into it. It's not on the actual computer. Yeah, no. Cuz wow, even so it's running off like a server at yes, NBC. Yeah, because even in the building itself, I still have to log in because you can go into you know, whatever like workstation, you know, not obviously not every not everywhere you can do it, but yeah. you log into certain credentials and it logs into a server somewhere, huh. you know, and then you so you can kind of like so we, we've been doing stuff from home, but 
someone lost internet and he actually lives in the city. And so during Morning Joe, it's a four hour show and he kept, he lost internet within like the first half hour. So it, it sucked for me. I, it all dropped on me. Then I had to do lower thirds and the full screens. It's a lot. And the full screens, is that, is that a, like you could do that job from the same like program? Like it's the same kind of thing? Yes, it's all within the same thing. Because they're, again, they're just elements. So they're just like lines on a spreadsheet. And someone says, okay, play out. You know, we usually put it by number, depending on the show, certain numbers or whatever. It's like, okay, you know, play out two, four, whatever, five. And you play out that number, and it goes to a certain channel. Like um, picture-in-picture graphics, is that the same stuff too, or is that a different? Picture-in-picture, meaning like. Like when they say, "Oh, there was a shooting," and then they'll show like a sample, like you know, police tape type photo. So you mean like like, a, like an, over, an OTS, and, like yeah. like an over-the-shoulder? Yeah. That would be like a full-screen graphic that I would. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it would be in a channel that is keyable, right? So it'd just be the graphic itself, whatever we want to show, and the rest would be keyed out so that when they put it on the screen, it's just that, that OTS, that over the shoulder. But sometimes, we, but now with like nightly news, we, we do like actual in-wall graphics, so it's an actual physical wall behind them. I was just gonna ask that, where they got like a green screen in the back and they do it like that? No, it's an actual like graphic in Oh, it's wall. a graphic yeah. wall? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's just an input source. You could put anything you want in it. Like they put video in it, because we do like pre-pro sometimes, and they put like a video in it. You could, you know, all it is is just a, it's just a, an input for a channel, you know? Like my channel has a graphic in it, and they put it in there or they don't. You know, they could put something else in that, even when I have the, say I have an OTS or whatever, or a topical graphic in my channel, they, the, the technical director, the TD, can just change the source, put something else in there. That's cool. How, how many people are like working on uh, a show at once? <laughs> uh, well, usually you have a lower third and or full screen, so we'll put two people. Director, technical director. You have someone doing sound. You have someone doing video. But now video has merged with Robo, like the actual Robo like uh, cameras, because they're not. There's almost nothing that's operated by people anymore. The cameras it's, aren't operated by people. Almost nothing is now. Most of them are like Robo cameras. Whoa. Um, or how long has it been like that? I mean, a f- few years now. They're they're kind of merging things, because the only time they would use like a person is if it's like. Um, like for Morning Joe, we do. We use like a like a one person with a steady cam. But other than that, we have someone who does, who operates a jib. Um, but then other than that, that's really it. You have like a couple, like robo cameras that are just there. And like, are the cameras like programmed to? Well, they. I mean, from the, what little I know, they can program certain moves into it. Okay. So like. I mean, they're not as obviously as smooth as as a human being would be behind a camera. But from what I understand, you could program certain moves into it. So it's like it it could be like if you give like the operator enough time, they can kind of program a move. Say it's like, okay, well, we're sitting here and we want to pan to the left and we want to tilt up and then pedestal up. Like I think they could program all of those moves and do that. But I think you have to give them time. And what I, what I, 
you know, I feel is that directors don't do that. They think of it literally as they're going to the shot and it's like, well, I can't, can't physically do that, you know? And they don't really use those type of camera moves anyway. It's mostly all static shots. Right? Exactly, yeah, because most of the time it's someone behind a desk. And if not, then they're standing up. And it, again, it's only like a very uh, choreographed shot where it's like on a jib or something where like you, you pan in or you zoom in and that's it. You know, nothing that you really need a person really anymore. Yeah. You know, which sucks because it's just less, you know, it's more robotic. What other people are on the show? So we have less camera people. We know that. We got the anchors themselves. Who else? Yes. Well, even now, like, because of COVID, it's made it kind of easier to, like, work from home. So, like, certain anchors, they're still from home. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and that is fed with, like, a green screen. Like, they've got, like, a monitor behind them that's just green, the, the chroma key or whatever. And again, like I still put the same kind of graphics in, but then that's up to the, t the technical director. They feed the appropriate, the, you know, the correct feed into that monitor. But like, yeah, certain anchors, they're still working from home, you know? I remember, well, it's been years now, but I remember finding out that uh, weathermen were standing in front of green screens, <laughs> and I, I didn't know that. And it took me a while. I think I was like 16 or 17. It like blew my mind. Yeah, it, I understand what you mean, because every time they were looking, I always thought when they were looking, right, oh, they're actually looking at the screen. But no, they're looking at a monitor off, you know, and they have to kind of mime it. But now things are different. It's like I, like I said, it's an actual graphic in a monitor. So from what I... Yeah, like most of the time now, like when a, um, like a meteorologist is at the, the thing, it's actually like, for example, Morning Joe, I, I will put up a certain um, graphic in the wall and then I will put in three um, inputs and then my technical director, the director, will tell the technical director to fill those with certain things. And then, you know, the meteorologist will actually go up to each one of those, you know, because I, I assume that she knows beforehand it's like these are the three things that i'm you know the three maps that i'm going to talk about and of course they go through a loop so you know she has her little spiel about this one and then she moves on to the next and whatever but it's an actual like thing that she's looking at now it's not it's not that so uh whether people could wear green again yes <laughs> yes <laughs> oh except oh, i mean this is another this is the the cool stuff about like my department that you know so, like, when you're watching football, right, and they put up, like, the score on the field and, like, the camera moves around and it actually looks like it's a real thing, right? Those are called augmented uh, reality graphics, AR. And, like, that is the cool stuff that I'm looking forward to. Like, we have a whole green room. There's a whole green room behind, like, these doors in the studio that I've n I, we've not used. Hmm. It's a whole AR studio. So like literally like it's just you in front of a in a in a whole room of green. So when th they could put you in front of anything, they could project like, oh hey, like you're in front of this huge like building. Or I did see CNN do it like a few years ago. They were talking about um like a storm and a flood. They were talking about oh how high water could rise. I think I've seen. And that. they showed it was like oh okay cool like you're in like uh, limbo. You're like in nothing. And then, like, they can shrink you and then show you, like, whoa, you know, the size of, like, a wave that's, like, 50, 60 feet high. I think I've seen that before. 
Yes, cool stuff. It is cool stuff. Are you uh, are you thinking that you'll probably get into doing like something with like football games where you're doing augmented graphics or? No, for now I'm. I think I'm. I'm stuck at NBC News. You know, doing news, which is good. I like. I, I like the news. How do you? Um, if you want to move on to another show, like how would you do that? Would you have to be recommended, or do you apply for it, or how's that? There, there is an internal thing at NBC. So they have like an internal thing where you could look for jobs. Uh, I've never, I've never, you know, felt the need to. But in theory, yes, you could do that, you know. But also within our industry, you can, like, so I'm a freelancer. So technically, like, I work full time at NBC, but I could technically work anywhere. So when you when you get a job working in TV, you have to you have to join the union, the television, you know. Union, yeah, um, but it's like it's to ensure that like you kind of you're you're taken care of because again like like I said, as a freelancer, I <clears throat> can work anywhere. So I work with directors who they do like sports for CBS, you know, two days a week, or then they do like something at Fox, and then they come and they do NBC News or MSNBC. You know what I mean, like. It's always, you know, you could always be moving around. And some people prefer that. Some people don't want um, just like, okay, I work at NBC, you know, 9 to 5, you know, Monday through Friday. Like, some people like the 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 changing atmosphere, I guess, working at different places. I don't know. I, I've worked at NBC, and I kind of just like it. <laughs> <laughs> Does, uh, is 30 Rock, like, all NBC? Uh, no, not, I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, downstairs, obviously it's all like different stores and stuff, but then once you get up, I mean, I know like the higher floors are like offices for like, you know, big wigs and stuff. But I mean, us production wise, like it's all kind of condensed to five floors really. Hmm. Yeah. Like three, four. So like three is SNL. That's where, like, the stage is and all that stuff. Um, certain control rooms. Uh, four and then five is where I, I'm i at. Yeah, it's kind of all, like, kind of regu- relegated to... I mean, because there are other floors that, like, I don't know, have other pr- production... I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't really been in the building. I <laughs> Now that I've been back, like, after COVID, I'm on the fifth floor, like, alone... I don't see anything or anyone, but that's kind of my job anyway. Like as a graphics operator, or at least at NBC, like GPO is its own thing. Like back before COVID GPO would be kind of like its own thing in its own room. So like, say for example, like elections, all the graphics operators could be in one room for all the different networks. And that kind of like, you know, COVID kind of threw a wrench into all that. But the job itself, it's like, I'm not in the control room with everyone else. I'm not like... Yeah, you're front... separate, right? Yeah. So, you just see everything on a monitor or... Yeah, I'm like... Through the... Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I've got a couple spy cams so I can see inside, like, the the actual, like, um, studio or inside of the control room. But everything else, yeah, I'm completely separated from everyone. Uh, so you you said you were working on the third floor. So you were working on the floor that SNL was taking place on. Uh, 
All right. No. No. Yeah. Uh. When I said third floor, I should. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now this looks bad because it's like, wait a minute. I've definitely mixed up my floors. It's been so long. Uh, no. I'm on five now. Five used to be artworks. And that's where the people would actually make the graphics. Three is where... Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, three is where um, the actual MSNBC studios were, or are. Channel four is the actual studio, and uh, some other stuff. The fifth floor. Wait a minute! Damn it! Where? <laughs> where? Where do you work? <laughs> <laughs> you got to cut all this out. No, this is this is gold. This is not gold. I I. <laughs> I can't cut it out because you already talked about these floors three times already. I'm not going to tell you where anything is. It's all a secret. <laughs> we know how it works, but we don't know where it actually is. We just know it's in Thirty Rock somewhere. Well, what happens is is that they change out the floors every few months. Just to throw the scent just off. Just to throw the scent off. Here, here's a little cool story. So. When I started working at NBC, someone showed me uh, a secret secret room. Oh. Where, so what happened was they were, you know, redoing certain floors and they knocked down a wall and they found this like brick wall with all these like chalk drawings on it and it was all like the Muppets. Really? So I guess at some point the Muppet show was there at NBC and the writers they would draw all this stuff like on the walls and it got covered up you know through construction and all this stuff and when they were going through they knocked it down now there's a big like piece of glass in front of it like it's kind of like a an art exhibit huh yes I'm glad cool. that they saved it at least because absolutely I, I mean that's one of the cool things about working at NBC is that um there's a lot of history and on all the floors so like you go to, like I said, oh, you go to like seven, seven. Okay, wait, I'm trying to think. Seven is where I, I used to, you know, use the restroom for number two. Cause it was nice and I would be nice and alone. But up there, seven is where the, uh, the tonight show is. And yeah, where the, that is, that's true. I can tell you that. <laughs> Seven is where the Tonight Show is. So like you go up to seven and it's got all this art deco, like a whole look. So it's got like the wood, but it's got like the gold trim. Like it, it looks like the Jimmy Fallon studio, like with that, that old timey whatever. Um, but yeah, every floor has got its own. God damn it. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, Jimmy Fallon or Questlove or any of those? I guys? saw Questlove once. Yeah, I saw him in the elevator. Was he cool? Did you talk to him? Or I, I mean, it's kind of like an unwritten rule. Yeah, you can't talk. to Yeah, him don't like. Yeah, so I was in an elevator with him when I worked like normal hours, um, and I I saw him and I'm just like, so I waited, I waited, you know, and then I I got out first and I just. I gave him like a nod and I was like, have a good show. And I walked out. <laughs> he was probably like, 
Let me call up. He broke yeah, that right? rule. We're going to send them down to the fifth floor now. No, no, it's not like that. It's not like keep your eyes down. Like, don't make eye contact with the stars. No, I remember when I was doing extra work, they would always say that, you know, don't talk to the talent. And actually, I have a Lucy Liu story. I was on uh, the show that she was on. Um, Elementary? Yes. Yes. I was, we were in this old, um, this old like aristocrats like mansion up in like the Upper East Side. Cool. Yeah. This old woman that lived there. I mean, from the outside, you think it's some apartment building, but you go inside and it's like this sixth floor like mansion in the yeah. middle of New York City. And we're all like up on like the fourth or fifth floor. And I never got to be on set at all. I, I went to a costume. I got my costume. I went up there and I waited for about four hours. Wait, so you were an extra on elementary? Yeah. <laughs> for like 12 hours. Yeah, and right in the... Like, I got paid for the whole thing, but I never was on the actual show. That's awesome. They're just like, cut around this guy. <laughs> well, it's funny because like when you're on that street, they they took... They made a facade for whatever building they were doing like for this person's yeah. house. So it was a fake facade. You could see it when you walked up to it. Mm -hmm. And all the cars were movie cars. They they had nobody on the street. You couldn't park there. And then they just parked movie cars on the street, which was kind of funny because you would think, why? But I don't know. I guess, you know. Well, for I, continuity. Yeah, I guess they have to do, you know, make, I guess there's insurance Because it's like, oh, now that, that piece of shit fucking Buick left and now what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, now what are we going to do? But now it's not going to match against Lucy Lou. <laughs> but it's funny, they we broke for dinner or lunch or whatever it was. Because they got to feed you. Yes. And um, I went downstairs, I got food, I had met some other extras who we were smoking cigarettes, just bullshitting, right? And uh, I was coming back in the house and this woman came out and we kind of did that whole, oh, let me go left, but yeah. she's going left. Let me go right. Awesome, yes. Trying to get around. And then I realized it was Lucy Lou, And she was like, she was like, oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm such a clutch. She started like talking to me. But I remembered that you couldn't talk to them. And you were like, Ugh. So I was just like the rudest prick ever. And I said nothing to her. <laughs> Say nothing. She, she was probably like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to be a human being. The other thing was when I was Hello. going back through. Can I get it? I'm going to get another. Yeah, you want to take a little pause? I, oh, like I said, I stole the Thunder keyboard. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fucking, like, an X key pad. Did, did, you, did you really steal it, or they gave it to you? No, but here's the thing. I wonder if there's, like, any... I never actually checked it, but I wonder if there are any, like, graphics on the actual thing. I do you, wonder. Do you have it? Can you show it to me? I don't know. Can I show it to you? May you show it to me? Wow, that's what it is? Well, this is what... And it just plugs into the computer? Well, yeah, but I, I would assume it'd be some sort of database that I had to... Huh. So it'd be like... See, this would, this would be like back in the day. So it'd be like... You'd make like a stack. You'd, you know, it'd be like, okay, four, five, two, three, blah, blah. You enter, and then you go down the fucking thing. This was back in the fucking... Oh, wow. This takes me back. <laughs> like, you'd really type in a thing, and then you could... Take it to a channel. Huh. Take F. It looks fun. Yeah, there's a lot of typing, but now things are kind of just like to, like a, a list. I mean, I type in a number so often, but now it's just kind of clicking. 
whatever. You could figure it if you want. Suit, uh, suit your mic back up. This is cool. It looks fine. I like the clicking of it. But that's not even that's not even the you, best. You could one. diss people. You'd be like, you're dissed. Yeah, you're cut them. You're out. <laughs> you're out. See ya. Oh, you could you could uh, refresh the bar. Oh, we're losing whiskey, sir. Uh, don't worry. I'll just. Refresh I've just the refreshed bar. exactly. <laughs> More spirits. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, oh, another funny part of that story is before I went down for the lunch break. Um, before I met her. I was coming downstairs and they had been shooting the front part, so they had the facade, right? And I guess Lucy Liu and the other actor were in the front of the building. So they didn't black out the window or anything, you could still see through the window. Okay. But they had a light in the living room. And okay. let me tell you, it was like, if you stood there for two seconds, you'd be sweating because the light was so huge, <laughs> right? And I come down and I hear a voice behind the couch going, did they cut? And I'm not going to say anything because I don't know what's yeah, going on, uh -huh. right? And they were like, yo, dude, on the stairs, did they cut? I'm like, me? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they cut. We're going for dinner. I'm like, what's going on? And he goes, dude, I've been stuck back here for four hours. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he goes I'm one of the lighting guys. He's like, they, they just called action, so I had to, like, duck behind the couch. Uh, and I was stuck back here. He was stuck <laughs> there. And, dude, when he got up, he was sweating. Yeah. Like, his shirt was, like, filled with yeah, sweat. That's the that's the... <laughs> production industry you just like it's hurry up and wait and then just yeah. be uncomfortable uh forever well i remember working in the theater like there'd be times i get stuck in the corner for like an hour <laughs> but i remember like there'd be days where I, I would complain to the to like one of the directors a couple times like when i first started out i was like why do i have to be here like i literally what i'm doing doesn't come up until way later, and you guys are like fiddling with this stuff up here. Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah, why is my call time? Uh, you should have. Uh... They were like, well, you know, they they were cool about it. They I I because you're an extra because it's like, hey, well, no, 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 this wasn't the extra. This was the theater work when I was actually doing uh... stuff. I'm the the production I complained about was I was literally just pressing play on a video screen, uh -huh. and that was going to a projector because they had this um. It was a puppet show that used um, projection background graphics. And it was pretty cool. But, and they had a live band and everything. It was really sweet. But I literally just pressed play because it was like my first job ever. And they mm. didn't know what to do. And I worked for the theater. And they were like, this kid needs experience. So just find something for him to do. So they were like, well, you could sit in this corner and just and press, press play. play. And I literally had like three cues. And I'd be like falling asleep back there while they're <laughs> farting around with lights and stuff I'm like and I remember complaining like why do I have to be here and they're like they said you know they said that you needed something to do so that's what you're doing they're like you're getting paid for it so you could just do whatever and back that's there. a lot of production like like on nightly news like a lot of that that shift the the show itself is only half an hour but there's so much going on right well yes and no a lot of it is is standby like in case of breaking news and you know what happens when breaking news comes in everybody just shits their pants or like... when news breaks we fix it um no uh, specials teams uh, they come in and all these elements pop up you know in a certain rundown depending on what the thing happened like my first breaking news story was uh kobe bryant when he died 
Um, this was before COVID, so I was still in the building. Uh, we broke for lunch at two. So I literally walk out and I'm not a block away where I get a, and then I get a call from one of the producers saying like, hey, breaking news, come back. Okay. Through the uh, little communicator? No, no, through, through my, my through phone. phone. I just got a text. Um, but it's funny how f- quickly like news spreads already. So like I said, I walk outside, not a block away. I get a text from my one of my producers. Hey, come back. Walking back in, going through like security, you know, security guards are all over Rockefeller Center. And these two guys are talking to each other. And I overhear one guy to the other. He's just like, hey, like, did Kobe die? And already, because I, I, I don't know, they don't say what it's for, the breaking news. They just say, hey, we're coming, come back for breaking news. And the one guy's like to the other, like, hey, man, did Kobe die? And the other guy's like, what? What are you talking about? And so, you know, I'm walking through and that's, I hear that in the background. And then I sit down and I open the rundown and it's like, oh, Kobe Bryant, like, helicopter crashed or whatever. I was like, wow, holy shit. It's, well, I understand like they probably saw it on Twitter online before things are confirmed, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what we have to do in the news. We have to like do the due diligence, like, like, like a company, well, not a company, like um, whatever, like TMZ, like they can, not can, but they kind of circumvent that whole journalism thing where they'll report something before like the family is like notified and stuff like that, you know? Well, they're like, what would they call that type of, they're like, um, like shitheads. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, this, that's, that's a good, uh, description. Cause it's out first, but you know, you haven't gone through the due diligence. So, uh, what, what was I going to ask you before? Oh, oh, about Jimmy Fallon. Um, I never saw him, but I saw uh, Seth Meyers once. He was jogging around the building, and we made eye contact. And I and and you know, I was like, wait a minute. But he was all you know, obviously like in uh, urban clothes. He was he was like you know like us, like the the poor people. <laughs> um. Actually, I was going to ask you about Jim, Jimmy Fallon's background that he has there. Is that like, um, is that like a videographic, or is it like a still? No, behind him, I believe that's an actual, legit. That's a real thing. You're not thinking about Conan, are you? No, I know Conan. That's like a curtains with a graphic on it, right? He had like a big moon or something. Yeah. But that moon, I remember, could move. Oh like really? It, yeah, it could move. Oh wow. I saw one episode where they moved it. <laughs> No, but I, I... What was Conan originally on before TBS? Conan was at NBC. Oh, he, he was? There was a big controversy. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Leno to O'Brien, and then they wanted to move Leno back, right? Exactly. Jay Leno was leaving The Tonight Show, and then they were going to... They, they gave it to Conan O'Brien. He had The Tonight Show, but then, I don't know, either like ratings weren't where they wanted it to be or something. So they didn't want to like lose Jay. Cause I guess Jay Leno was still like a name, obviously. Um, well, where was O'Brien before that? He was, he was at NBC. I believe he was oh, on, oh, that's right. He had he, his own show. He, he had, had his late own night show on. on yeah. NBC. He had like late and night. And then they gave him. Yes. He had show. late night, which was the show after tonight show. Um, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it called the late, late show or something like that? I believe the Late Late Show is 
that's uh, what's his face, James Corbin or oh, Corbin? Corbin or <laughs> that English dude. Oh, yeah. That's CBS. Oh yeah, that's we don't want to talk about. Yeah, them. no, I'm. That's right. I I think I do remember him. But what happened? The whole thing was is that he got the show, and then they changed the time of Tonight Show instead of being at like eleven thirty-five. It was like 12.05, and so Conan was like, well, that's not The Tonight Show anymore, right? That's the tomorrow fucking show. Yeah. Because they, they gave Jay Leno a show before Tonight Show because they wanted to keep that and I guess have like momentum, you know, to go into, but whatever, you know, I get it. You know, it's been The Tonight Show, like you want to take The Tonight Show. You don't want something else, Yeah. you know? How, um... How like uh, like sound wise those studios like when they have a live band like how loud would that be? Would it be as much as like being at a club or is like the sound pretty much contained? It's a very good question because every time I've ever seen anyone perform live, I've been in a room that's so far away from the actual yeah. thing. I never. Um, I would assume like from a you know acoustics perspective that they would you know try to. Uh, Decouple. Um, I guess know, a lot of that it, stuff. it would be cool to see like a live performance like on SNL because that's such a small, um, like. Yeah, and they have like loud, loud rock bands on there. Goddamn. So they're on six. So it's gonna be on six. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking because the commissary. Because the commissary was on seven, right? That's where we get food, and then six. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Oh my god. I think I remember. Yes, it was on six because, okay, the commissary was on seven, and when you get off the elevators to on that floor, you can see they have windows down on uh, the actual SNL set. Oh, that's cool. So then the floor below it is six, and that's where you would actually go and, and, and be, you know, on the actual set. Yes, seven was above it because you could look down. Woo! We finally figured out the mystery. Of what yeah, floor. it's been so long, and it's like, to be honest, like, my job keeps me in one room. I yeah. don't, it's funny, like, talking to other people who are like, oh, you don't know this floor, and I'm like, no, I literally go into the room, and I'm in a dark room by myself, but not, like I said, they moved me up. Now I'm on five, and I have a window. Well, that's true. I, I used to, I worked at this recording studio for a little bit in uh, New York and Manhattan, and uh, there was a lot of different things going on in that building. And people used to ask me all the time, oh, Jim, how come you've never... I'm like, because I literally take the elevator yeah. up, go to work, and then I leave. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, or, you know, back in the day, like, when I worked normal hours, because even at a certain point, like, I was working late. So, like, I didn't go anywhere else. And, and our room kind of was the hangout spot. So, like, before they tore down GPO, it was, like, the spot where, like, when I, when I worked like prime time, you know, I'd be there between like four and, you know, 10 that, you know, and if you're not working a show, like you kind of just hang out and like a few other people would come in, like someone from lighting, you know, uh, camera operator, you know, video would come in, you know, cause they were right across the hall. Um, and that was it. You kind of just like hung out. Like I didn't really go anywhere else. I mean, you could, you could walk around, but. To do what? <laughs> Dad, uh, when you were telling me about that secret room, was that where the Muppet stuff was found? Yes. Oh, okay. And that was... Uh, and I think that was somewhere on 6. 
again, I I saw that like when I first started working there, when I didn't know anything. I mean, I still don't know. <laughs> Actually, can you erase that? Cut that. <laughs> Cut that part. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they must like remodel that place pretty often, right? Well, yeah, like when COVID hit, they took that opportunity to do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, they, they put in two new control rooms. I don't know what they're used for. Maybe like, um, uh, like our, cause now we have like a online, like a dedicated, just online, like a network, whatever. NNN, like NBC news now, mm-hmm. which is all just digital. That's just on the internet or whatever. So I, maybe they use it for that. I don't know. I remember I had um, the NBC Sports app before they changed it to, uh, what did they change it to now, Peacock or something? Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense because everything, is, yeah, our streaming service is Peacock. So I would assume they would just... Because I remember watching a full day of bobsledding that I've never been able to see before <laughs> because they would show five minutes of it on throughout the yeah. Olympic. I was like, wow, I'm living in the future. I could see every race. Oh, really? So it was like broken down by that where it's like every event. I mean, that makes sense. I remember it would come up kind of like Netflix, you know, as the carousel of stuff. And it would say, you know, on now, bobsledding, USA trial runs or whatever. Yeah. And then it would have previous ones like Germany, uh, Switzerland, all, all these, right? And it was like three hours of trial runs. I'm like, I've never seen this before. I've never even, like, they would probably just talk about it. In well, passing. yeah, because you're right, because they couldn't dedicate, like, if it was only one, like, broadcast, they couldn't dedicate all that time to all this stuff. They would give you, like, the highlights, like, okay, bobsled, you know, this team won, maybe a couple, like, you know, little, like, clips, but that was it. But, yeah, now with, with this, it's like, they have the resources. There are cameras everywhere at every event. Well, I think, I think they had always been filming it, but not for our demographic. No. Because I remember going to Canada and seeing bobsledding on TV for like almost like a couple hours. Yeah. And I and it I don't know if it was NBC, but I know it was uh, like an American network. And I'm going, how come we don't see this? Well, because it makes sense. It's all someone de- someone determines what you watch. Yeah. So all this stuff is being filmed, and it's like, well, we want you know we know that people are going to watch bobsledding in this demographic, so yeah, they can would, take that feed. I, I could even see in like. Buffalo, New York, them being more into like bobsledding yeah. people in New York. Yeah. I know it has to all probably come down to demographics because that's what I do at my job all day yeah. long. You know, we're not going to sell some type of food or whatever to like Lynnhurst when nobody buys it. Exactly. You have to know your market. So, yeah, I thought, um, yeah, the NBC Sports app was cool. But then they changed it to Peacock and they don't, they dropped a lot of that stuff. So, hmm. um well, Where can I fill out a question? Exactly. <laughs> next, next time I go in, I'll um, I'll get, talk to get um, to the bottom of this. So, what do you think? You, you want to wrap it up? Brian. All right. Thanks for.